Jesus said to the Pharisees, there was a rich man who <clears throat> dressed in purple garments and linen and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side, and he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from yours side to ours. He said then, I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that we may warn, he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets, let them listen to them. He said, Oh, no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Why is the rich man in today's gospel? At the end of his life, earthly life, sent into the nether world of torment. What wrong did he do? As we know, it is unrepented mortal sins that leads us to hell. What kind of sin did he commit to go into hell? 
His sin is not the sin of commission, but the sin of omission. Most of the time when we talk about sin, we think about the sins of commission. But the sin of omission also is as dangerous as the sin of commission. If we do not confess, it can throw us to hell. The Bible says, so for the one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, it is a sin, says James chapter 4, 17. Pope Francis declares that omission is also the great sin when the poor are concerned. And it is called indifference. It is when we say, that doesn't regard me. It is not my business. It is society's problem. It is not by ignorance or negligence that the gospel did not call the rich man by his name. Purposely, it only said a rich man. Why did it not mention his name? This is just to warn us all. We can be and do what this man was and did. The Bible did not tell us how he made the money and did not criticize his enjoyable life. But he tells us clearly about his condemnation because of the sin of omission. He sees the poor Lazarus lying at his door day in and day out, but did nothing to help him in his dire needs. He passed by him. He completely ignored and neglected him and remained indifferent. That was his mortal sin. That was the reason he was sent to the nether world. He committed the sin of omission, the sin of indifference. There is nothing wrong with making money and having possessions, but it makes a great difference why you make it and have more desire to have it. The question is, why do I desire to have more money and more possessions? More houses, more cars, more televisions in every room, more of this, more of that. Do I think only about myself and forget my neighbors, the hungry, the thirsty, the naked, the homeless, that man or woman I meet, 
or see and hear every day in the social media? Do I ignore and neglect them as the rich man did to Lazarus? Gaudium et Spes, one of the dogmatic constitutions of the Vatican II, in number 27 says these words. Coming down to practical and particularly urgent consequences, this council lays stress on reverence for man. Everyone must consider his every neighbor without exception as another self, taking into account, first of all, his life and the means necessary to living it with dignity, so as not to imitate the rich man who had no concern for the poor man, Lazarus. In our times, a special obligation binds us to make ourselves the neighbor of every person without exception and of actively helping him when he comes across our path, whether he is an old person abandoned by all, a, ro a refugee, a laborer unjustly looked down upon, a refugee, a child born of an unlawful union and wrongly suffering for a sin he did not commit, or a hungry person who disturb our conscience by recalling the voice of the Lord, as long as you did it for one of these, the least of my brethren, you did it for me. If in the eyes of the world the poor have little value, they are the ones who open to us the way to heaven. They are our passport to paradise, Pope Francis said in his homily. In the poor, we find the presence of Jesus, who, though rich, became poor for us. Let us conclude with the words of St. Vincent de Paul. Go to the poor, you will find God. We should strive to keep our hearts open to the sufferings and wretchedness of other people and pray continually that God may grant us that spirit of compassion, which is truly the spirit of God. Let us pray. God of justice, open our eyes to see you in the face of the poor. Open our ears to hear you in the cries of the exploited. Open our mouth to defend you in the public squares as well as in private deeds. Remind us that what we do to the least ones, we do to you. Amen.